Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to give our thoughts and reflections on Miss Marvel, Episode 3, titled Destins. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics or email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, how's your week been? It's been a solid week. We got the, it's been very busy for TV. We got the Kenobi finale today, Ms. Marvel episode three, Umbrella Academy comes out today. Yeah. All at once to, to, to much dismay. I, w- I would have loved if New Rockstars covered it too. I don't know if they did the first two seasons. Yeah. For uh, Umbrella Academy, that was pretty yeah. disheartening to see when they uh, had to tweet that out just because. I mean, as great as the binging model is, I I really feel like it's I feel like it's starting to take its toll a little bit and hopefully Netflix will budge. But I don't I don't know if they ever will. Um, I still stand by that. I think season four Stranger Things should have been weekly. Um, But, hey, you know, they already and the fact that they kind of already came out and said and put their foot down and said, that Stranger Things season five, the final season, will not be weekly. It just, it just doesn't make any sense. You would think you would want that to go for as long as it can before, you know, you finally say goodbye to that series. But hey, it is what it is. But, you know, we're, we're here. We're talking about some Miss Marvel here today. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, nothing too crazy on my side. Just been uh, chipping away at some uh, Plague Tale Innocence, uh, I think. The new game drops tomorrow. I think the release date drops tomorrow. The release date drops tomorrow. Okay. So I still got some time, but I'm I'm a good like 14 chapters in. <laughs> I'm almost done with Fallen Order. Almost. How many times have you played that game? It's my first time. Oh, this is your first time? Yeah. Okay. I, I thought you had played it before. Oh, that's right. I think I started it before, but then never finished it. That's right. There's no fast travel in that game, right? Yeah, that's the thing that that really bothered me. Like once you finish a level, you have to go all the way back to your ship, and it's like that's just weird. Oh, mm. you know what? I think Todd Howard and Starfield had the right idea with you know getting rid of those seamless planets type situation where it's like imagine like imagine you had to do that for Fallen Order, but imagine you you having to do that for like Starfield. Like, and it just, it's cool. Like the first two times. And like, I imagine it's like on the first few levels of like fallen order, but I imagine it gets really old and really boring, like super quickly. Yeah. I don't want to go through the level that I just beat. Do you run into the same time? Yeah. They respawn. Oh, they do respawn. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's, see, it would be different if you just, oh, you know, if there's like a shortcut, you know, to the. They, beginning they, of the there level. are shortcuts that you can unlock, but it's like you have to go out and find them. You have to and unlock the shortcut. Where they are. Mm. Yeah. Oh, mm-mm. no, no, sir. No, sir. I mean, I'll still play it, but 
hopefully uh, these sequels will change that. But anyway, uh, listen to me rambling about some Fallen Order on a movie and TV podcast. Uh, Devin, oh, Devin, are you ready to go back into Miss Marvel? You're ready to get your feet wet again for episode three. Yeah, we got some possibly we've got some answers here to, to what's going on in this universe in New Jersey. Yeah, so we're going to take another trip back to Joyzy Shoal. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to Miss Marvel Episode 3. Maybe they're right. I spend too much time in fantasy land. That is not you. It's not really the brown girls from Jersey City who save the world. That's the fantasy too. And we are back with our Miss Marvel episode three review. Again, that is titled Destined. And again, the creator of the show, uh, you know, Bisha KLE, uh, continues to wow us with each episode going deeper and deeper into Kamala's past and to who Kamala is. As a person, of course, you know, this series stars Aman Vellani as Kamala Khan herself, Aisha Reiner, and Matt Lentz. And yeah, the plot's been the same, but it seems like the plot's been thickening outside of, you know, Kamala's learning about her polymorphic powers, but she's also learning about some family history in this episode. So uh, we're going to switch it up here a little bit. I'm actually going to give my initial reactions first before Devin um, and for everyone out there listening. We usually get into initial reactions, then we hit on spoilers. If there's a few Easter eggs along the way, we'd like to mention those. Then we get into our final thoughts and our ratings here on the show. So for my initial reactions for Miss Marvel Episode 3, I feel like it is doing such a great job of pacing the series. And for the longest time, I felt as if maybe six episodes wasn't enough for a, you know, a Disney plus series. It, it seems too short sometimes, but I feel like with the right material and with the right story and the right pacing that it can be done. And so far, Miss Marvel has proven that the six episode arc uh, story can be uh, can be done. Can it can be completed in a way to where it's engaging and it doesn't feel like it's leaving anything out. Um, I really enjoy the um, just the the family like you know the family ties that you see through Kamala and her brother's wedding in this episode, and we finally get some answers to uh that mysterious woman that uh kamala just kind of decided to hop into a car with you know stranger danger stranger danger all that stuff but you know she was kind of in a tough pickle there uh but things start hitting the fan here in uh in episode three so i'm very very excited to see where the rest of the story goes um as of right now i mean i think it's still the lowest like the lowest least watched excuse me marvel show on disney plus but again i feel like that's just marvel's fault for <laughs> releasing obi-wan and miss marvel on the same day i mean it it's amazing for someone who doesn't review content like we do or youtubers or even writers 
I can understand, you know, hey, oh my gosh, you know, as of right now, as of this recording, we have Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness that's out um, today, as well as Miss Marvel and the season finale of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And on top of that, what Devin mentioned earlier, um, it's also uh, all episodes of Umbrella Academy season three is out. And that's another additional 10 episodes. So if you are like a big TV watcher like myself, it can feel a little bit overbearing but I didn't really see a lot of people tweeting about Miss Marvel this week, probably because of uh, the Obi-Wan finale. And I really feel like it's it's the number one thing Marvel needs to fix. Or excuse me, not Marvel, just Disney um, in general. Like, I mean, if you're going to have Marvel Wednesdays, that's fine. But I feel like Star Wars content needs to be on Fridays because it's it's a lot for, you know, you want people to cover you know, these shows and whatnot. And, and sometimes, and even if you're not covering them, it just, it's more of a lot of people don't have the time during the day to watch both. Maybe they only have time to watch one and, you know, you have a lot of critics out there who are like, okay, well, am I going to cover Obi-Wan or am I, or am I going to cover Miss Marvel? So it's, it's kind of all up in the air, but I digress. So I do apologize. I was getting a little bit off topic there, but when it comes to Miss Marvel episode three, I'm really, really enjoying it so far. I, I love everything about the series. I love everything about Amon Vellani being Kamala Khan. And, you know, we get to see her use her powers a little bit more. She's starting to hone those in. So I'm going to shut up now and pass it over to Devin so he can give his initial reactions for Miss Marvel episode three. Yeah, just to piggyback of what you were saying about Disney, maybe being part of the issue for why this show isn't performing as well. I can see that I can see that argument, but I think the show in general is just started off behind the eight ball just because of the closed minded straight white males that were never going to give it a chance in the first place. Like it already started off on, on a troubled path just because of that. And I don't think it was ever going to have the big numbers that the other shows had, which is definitely unfair. But as far as this episode goes, it was definitely another, another good entry into the series. A lot of exposition for this episode, a lot of kind of talking through some things um, about what's happening in the story and, and who these characters are. It's kind of running into the issue of, of being a middle episode where you don't really have the payoff from the last three episodes to know how, how well this um, episode kind of performs. Um, so I guess we'll see at the end of the series, looking back at this episode, how well it, it did for us. But yeah, it's cool to see who these mysterious people are and how they got here. I'm not sure if that ties in directly into uh, Kamala, Ms. Marvel's backstory or what she will be considered moving forward, because I think it might be a separate thing that they are set, setting up. But I just I'm, I'm liking where we're going. We're definitely, like you said, thickening this plot a bit. Um, it's always good to see. I keep laughing at Bruno every episode because it just keeps getting sadder and sadder. Every episode, he's getting in deeper and deeper, and there's no way out yet. He's in, like, the, the friend upside down. Like, it's not even the friend zone. He's in the friend, like, quantum zone. Like, there's just nowhere to go. <laughs> he's he he's in the friend's, yeah, the quantum zone. I, I feel like that's... The friend upside down, the friend... What was it called in, in Get Out? The friend? Uh, the It was called The, the Sunken Place. Yeah, the friend's sunken place. He is he is trapped in there. Okay, he, he's like he's doing dance numbers at his at her brother's wedding, like on his own volition. He's learning this dance number just for for her and her family. She's so he's so close to their family. He just can't break through. 
yet. There's there's a glimmer of hope because Kamran, as predicted, does not have the best of intentions, although he does have a bit of a change of course this episode. So we don't know exactly how much at fault he is, but he did bring her right to the bad guys, which is obviously not great. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, definitely not a good look for Kamran. I mean, his uh, intentions are obviously more good than others, but I've been told, Devin, that people aren't good in this world. It's the things that they do that it's the good decisions that yes. they make. Yes, Mama Khan. Or was yes. it Daddy Khan? That was Daddy Khan. Um, yeah, yeah, the um, of the oh my gosh, uh, the um, yeah, Sheik, yeah, Sheik the Sheik. Yeah, Abdullah. Yeah, Sheikh Abdullah. Yeah, yeah. I I really just love. There's so many amazing. Like it. It really feels like this is like Spider Man. Like this feels like. like yeah, I was gonna actually bring that up because I like how. I guess we can get into semi spoilers here, but I like how this this show so far is is showing how like the clunky like fighting style and like how not like polished she is because she she doesn't know how to fight she's just a regular teenager and it shows it was similar in hawkeye with with kate bishop where she didn't she had some training but she was you could tell she was still like learning how to fight and i like how they show that in this series yeah i definitely agree there for sure um it it definitely has those hawkeye vibes when it comes to the hero learning of what to do and how to act as a hero, because, you know, with, and it is pretty similar. Like, I mean, that's actually a really good point you bring up because, you know, with Kamala Khan, she, she holds, uh, Captain Marvel in this high regard. And so does Kate Bishop when it comes to Hawkeye. So it's, you know, obviously they're, they're like the, the mini me versions of, of the, of the, uh, established heroes, but there's a lot of parallels there and I really, really love it. Um, so yeah, as Devin said, I feel like we are getting into spoiler territory. So that is your first spoiler warning for Miss Marvel episode three again. That is your second spoiler warning for Miss Marvel episode three. So if you haven't seen it, please, please, please go watch it. It's on Disney plus, you know, it's, it's towards the end of the day. Go, go watch it. Pop it on. It's a good solid 45 minutes. You'll, you'll have a blast. You'll have a blast. So, um, I believe we were kind of talking about the similarities between Miss Marvel and Spider-Man. Uh, Devin, I'll let you continue on that one. Yeah. Just being a, a young teenager in high school with new found powers, just trying to figure it all out and get through life and friends and just being young and coming of age. Yeah, definitely, man. It's, it's crazy because, you know, obviously, you know, as with every hero or multiple heroes, um, we we don't get a lot of heroes nowadays where it's like they're trying to live this double life. And obviously we've seen that with Spider-Man. Uh, we've kind of seen it with a few other heroes, but for the most part, for every hero that we've kind of come across, their identity is kind of just well known, you know, their, their identity and their, and their personal um, life, everything is just one and the same. But obviously with Spider-Man and especially with Kamala, you know, they're both high schoolers. Kamala is still trying to figure things out. And uh, Nakia, or Nakia, she finds out after the kerfuffle at Amir's wedding that, um, you know, Kamala is uh, is Nightlight. Nightlight. <laughs> Nightlight. I love it how it's 
it, it's so cr- I love it how uh, Kamala's like, oh, you know, like that's a stupid name kind of thing. Like she's kind of trying to. They all agree it is. Yeah, it, it's it's great because it, man, it's I. If, if if there's any performance in this entire show that just makes me smile, I wonder. I wonder when she'll get the name. Will it be in this series, or will they wait until the Marvels movie? Hmm, that's a good question. I'm not 100 percent sure. Will we get a Carol Danvers appearance at some point in this series? Yeah, because we actually haven't seen Carol Danvers. I mean, they even address it in the show uh, since Endgame. We haven't seen her at all, so she's kind of just been. Off world, we kind of got a glimpse of the scrolls where towards the end of WandaVision, where um Tiona Paris's character was very, you know, I guess she just went with the scrolls in, in general. And we know that um we know that Nick Fury's been um, you know, off world for a while. For a while. <laughs> a long while. A long, long while. So I'm trying to figure out, especially with this damage control, like Everything's been yeah, happening. There, this, there's some theories going on around them that one or both of them are scrolls and or Cree members. I think so. I think they're I definitely think they're building up towards Secret Wars. I don't know if they're doing Young Avengers just yet. I feel like that will come after. See, they have the roster. They do. They do. I mean, we're, we're getting the the um the Echo series. Um, we still have, I mean, we'll see what, uh, what she Hulk's going to be up with that as well. Um, they, they, they announced so many shows and it's like, I'm, I'm having a hard time figuring out what else they announced, but we are now at the point where, you know, moon Knight's out, Miss Marvel's here. You know, these are like the first, or I guess you could say the second, like, obviously it's like the second wave of like Marvel shows, but I actually kind of view it as the first in a sense of these are new characters. These aren't based off of established characters that we know, like, um, like Bucky or Falcon or Wanda or Loki, but it's, you know, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel and She-Hulk. These are brand new characters that you're bringing into the MCU. The other three and Scarlet Scarab. And, yeah. And Scarlet Scarab, of course. And Hawkeye is kind of like a semi, um, Bishop, you know, yeah. Yeah, Kate Bishop for sure. So I, I really feel like this is like the the first like new renaissance of new heroes that we're finally getting. And I honestly just can't wait to see the Marvels. And it, yeah, I, I agree. It's definitely building towards Secret Wars. And for the people who can't envision that, like there's so many people that are like, oh, the MCU is aimless now after Endgame. Like you were just not understanding the future, if, if, if that's what you think. Could they make it any more obvious after Multiverse of Madness? What's going on here? That is true. And actually, I got to check that out today on my uh, on my TV. I can't wait to check that out on the OLED. I'm like, I- I've been meaning to rewatch it. I wanted to watch it in, in theaters again, but I'm like, no, I, I want to watch it again um, on Disney Plus. But there, Disney's sneaky over here because I logged on to Disney Plus today, and the first thing that popped up it wasn't Miss Marvel. It was not Obi Wan. It was Multiverse of Madness. And it said the stream now with like the enhanced IMAX edition on Disney Plus. You know darn well we're not going to get that on the Blu-ray. Like at all. Which is very unfortunate. Um, I mean, it's it's a smart thing. But physical media buyers out there, beware. If you haven't noticed already, Disney doesn't really... 
playing nice when it comes to uh, IMAX releases on 4K. Because I was livid when I found out that Infinity War and when Endgame came out, they were both shot in IMAX and we didn't get those formats on the 4K 4K Blu-ray player. I was like, what is the point of giving us this high rated disc? You know, it's, it's, you know, the 4K disc, it's the best on the market. It can hold all this memory, like all this storage. And we don't get the blue, the uh, the IMAX version. Same thing with Warner brothers watching you anyway, (laughs) rant over, but yes, uh, throughout this episode, um, I guess we can talk about the, the gen here for a bit. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, the big reveal of, of what these what these bad guys are actually known as. She listed, she listed off a bunch of different names that they've gone by, but I think the one she landed on most was Jin, um, which is like a real myth- mythological type of being, I guess, in in real life lore and also in the Marvel um, history. Um, they're kind of just like genies, more or less. Um, they have magical powers. And they kind of are attached to a certain object, more than likely, um, oftentimes from a different dimension or universe, which is what she mentioned in this episode. And she also mentioned that the only way they can get back to their own world is by using um, Kamala's new new bracelet, uh, which is interesting. And then um, we see more. We see actually see her. Is it her grandma? Her, it's her great grandma. That was her gra- her grandmother called her. Towards the end. Yeah, she called, but then at the beginning, we saw them looking for the bracelet, and it was... What was that character's name? Her her grandmother's name? Yeah. Aisha. Aisha, that's right. So that's her great-grandmother's name. Yeah. And then that's she was at right. the beginning, she finds the bracelet, and then later on in the episode, when she's fighting the djinns, we see some kind of flashback to a train, which we don't know the the answer to yet, but it seems like there might've been some kind of betrayal between Aisha and these gins. And that's why they're coming back after this bracelet. I'm sure we'll get more information on that, but it's definitely interesting. I don't think this means that she herself is a gin or anything. I think it might just be kind of a random just occurrence where they wanted to bring in an interesting bad guy for the first season. And they, they decided on bringing in some gins and it's definitely yeah. interesting. Yeah. I am curious to see if they're going to consider her an inhuman or or just a mutant even, but we'll see what they decide on that. <laughs> that would be crazy. Cue that music. Um, so I wanted to bring up, I, I think I'd send this to you earlier. So do you remember the flag and like the opening of like the Shang-Chi trailer where it has like the 10 rings and it has like the diff- different symbols with, uh, within each ring and kind of yeah, like the two went back to Iron Man. Yeah. 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 So um, apparently, so I didn't even notice this before, but during the very beginning shot with Aisha during in, in the past, during the um, uh, right before the, uh, the partition, um, so if you're looking at like the top shot, I think I put it in our group chat where um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like an overhead shot and it has that same symbol and the, t- or the, I don't know if they're in a tomb or some type of labyrinth of where they were looking for the, uh, the bracelets. And apparently the other one is missing. So I don't know what's going on there. Like, yeah, it's interesting. 
So I'm, I'm very interested to see what's going on. I do apologize, listeners. You know, we're not a video podcast or else I would show it to you, but, um, definitely just, just keep a lookout. If you go watch like new rock, rock stars videos or even heavy, uh, heavy spoilers, I'm like 100% sure that they will, um, probably show it. Uh, or make note of it in general. But yeah, man, it's such a crazy episode. I mean, overall, we'll kind of just get into the final thoughts and ratings here. I'll pass it back over to Devin so we can give his uh, just his final thoughts, ratings, and then uh, we'll just get the heck on out of here. Final thoughts. Um, definitely another interesting episode. Definitely, like you said, got some more plot for us to ponder on. And like I mentioned before, it's going to be kind of hard to grade this one just because we don't know where the series is ending up. It's kind right. of the issue of being a middle episode. It's kind of hard to 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 gauge where it's at, but I don't know. I give it a solid 80, 82, I don't know, around there. Yeah. And I've actually been thinking about that. When it comes to TV shows, I think we should, and you know, let me, you shoot me down if you want. When it comes to us covering a show that's week to week, I think it would be more fair to wait until the end, you know, when it comes to season finale to give our overall grade of the series simply for, I mean, we've, I've seen a lot on Twitter where, and we've kind of talked about it here on the show, you know, like people will like watch two episodes and then there's like, Oh, this, this entire like show is trash or whatever. And it's like, well, there's like four to five more episodes left. I think it's something worth looking into that we kind yeah, of reserve, yeah, reserve judgment until the end because much like with Obi Wan Kenobi, not seeing a lot of backlash anymore after this past episode. So I mean, that's just me. I feel like when it comes to movies and TV shows, you have to grade them differently. But you know, we, we can we can try it out for uh for for the next go around. So, but for now, since you already gave your score for this one, I'll, I I will. Uh, for this specific episode, give mine. Um, I'm just going to go with another 90 um, just just for the sake of, you know, us already bringing this up. I'm, I'm really enjoying it um, so far. Like you said, we have three more episodes to go. You know, all that can quickly change. Everything here can quickly change as to what's happening. And, you know, we could feel differently next week. But, yeah, just, just a little food for thought. I think I wanted to planting your brain there for uh for future uh movie um or not movie excuse me uh series reviews so ladies and gentlemen that concludes our miss marvel episode three review titled destined here today so if you like what you heard on today's episode please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and always make sure to share an episode of the film optics podcast with a friend Whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be, make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics Podcast with the movie lover in need. So we're going to get the heck on on here. We hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.